Hey, it's Emily. I'm so excited to tell you about a new challenge I created just for you, and that's Habit Loop Boot Camp. Yes, you heard me right. Habit Loop Boot Camp. Habit loops are the key to taking action with your habits, and this will kick you in the booty into doing just that. During this three-day challenge, March 19th through the 21st, I'll give you some exclusive coaching and how to best create your cues, routines, and rewards, of course, from that Atomic Habits for Women philosophy. We'll be in a live community where you will build your own custom habit loops, and by the end of the boot camp, you'll be ready to take action and have the confidence to ensure your new healthy habits will stick. I'll also be doing a giveaway to my signature program, and one-on-one coaching. Now, if you can't join us live, you will be able to grab the replays in the community, and I'll also be emailing out the videos as well. So I got you covered. Plus, you can also upgrade to get a private podcast feed of all three of the trainings and three opportunities to be on a Zoom with me and the other VIPs to answer your habit loop questions specifically for you and give you more customized coaching based on your own unique circumstances. I'm so excited for this. Go to bit.ly slash habit loop bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in habit loop bootcamp. Hey friend, welcome to the self-care isn't selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week, you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. You're listening to episode one of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast with your host, me, Emily Nichols. I'm so excited you're here. And in all honesty, I feel like I'm going to puke too. (laughs) I'm so excited and I'm just, I can't even put it into words how much I feel like God has been pulling me to create this podcast over the past year and help inspire you to become the best version of yourself through self-care. So self-care means different things to everyone. You know, what may come to mind first are massages and manicures, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all about that. But we're going to dig into other areas like moving your body, your mindset, food, even finances, relationships, your creativity. Just so many other areas of self-care. And we'll do this on our journey together through my expert guests I'll be bringing on. Each week, they'll have a different theme of self-care to talk about. And I'll have a quick tip for you every month as well to help you take action today in your own version of self-care. How's that saying go? Oh yeah, all things are possible with coffee and mascara. (laughs) Well, that's certainly true for me, and I love to have my coffee 
every morning after my workout, and I don't really leave the house without mascara. So my fellow blondies, I know you feel me on this. But gang, check it out. Having my coffee every morning is part of my self-care routine, and I always take my coffee blended with nut pods and coconut oil. So Nut Pods is a dairy-free creamer. It's made from a blend of almond butter and coconut cream. I love the French vanilla flavor. It's my favorite. It's super yummy, super smooth, but even better, it's Whole30 approved. So gang, head on over to nutpods.com and use the code EMILYNICHOLS22 to get 15% off your first order of Nut Pods. That's EMILYNICHOLS22, E-M-I-L-Y-N-I-C-H-O-L-S-22. And let me know once you receive your Nut Pods what your favorite flavor is and how you take your coffee. So remember, just head on over to nutpods.com. So, you know, I've been on my own self-care journey through the years, and I feel like it's always evolving as the different seasons of my life change. So let me tell you a little bit about myself, get to know each other a little better. So let's go back to the beginning when I feel like I really started becoming an adult, perhaps. So back in 2004, I married my husband, Dustin. We've been together for 20,000 years, (laughs) but he's my best friend, my soulmate, and I'm also a working mom, and I have two little boys. Dylan is 11, and Tyler is 7, and they're super fun. They keep me really, really busy and on my toes as well, but Before I had kids, I feel like I was just defined by my job, my career. So, you know, I went to college, got married, we got the dog, um, and then I got the job. I don't know if you relate to this, but it took me a while to find a, a big girl job, like I like to say, outside of graduating from college. But when I finally did, you know, I wanted to be super successful, really driven person. I'm an Enneagram three, if any of you know what that means. But I really didn't have any hobbies outside of working. I remember Dustin saying to me at one point early in our marriage, he's kind of like, hey, babe, I don't, th- you don't really have any hobbies. I'm like, yes, I do. You know, because he loves to do outdoorsy stuff. He's, he loves to hunt, fish, be active outside. And back then I was like, I have hobbies. And I got to think about, I was like, well, I just like to read, you know, magazines, sometimes maybe read a book and go shopping. Those those are hobbies, right? But, you know, I thinking back to that, I really didn't. I was just defined by working and being successful at my job. So 2008 rolled around and our first son, Dylan, was born. And my career took a backseat to being a mom because that was the most important role to me at that point. And My son, Dylan, was born with a congenital heart defect. We didn't know he was going to be born with this until he was about five hours old, and they noticed he was looking a little blue. They could hear a heart murmur, and, you know, our lives were totally flipped upside down, and we were having surgery at just five days old to help repair his heart as a temporary fix, and at eight months old, he had open-heart surgery to help repair his heart. So I'll probably get into Dylan's story in a future episode, but... It totally changed my perspective. I was working really long hours and I went back to work and was like, I can't continue to do this. I need to be there for my son. I mean, I remember the first day I went back to work. I wasn't only sad, but I was mad. You know, we were very, very blessed that both of our moms were there to help with Dylan. We were going to put him in daycare, but decided not to because we didn't know immunity wise if that would be good for him. And 
I left my job probably about two months after. Well, I had maternity leave for three months, and then I left a couple months soon after that. And it was an agonizing decision because I really liked what I was doing, but it wasn't a it wasn't a mommy friendly job. So I took a job that was not challenging, but was mommy friendly, and I'm just pretty much coasting through parenthood and my career at that time and. I just wasn't healthy. I wasn't healthy. So we stuck it out for a few years. I prayed and prayed and prayed for a new job. And finally, I found a job that I was very passionate about and found to be very rewarding and mommy-friendly as well. And then in 2011, we had our second son, Tyler. And oh boy, if you thought having one kid was great, two is even better. (laughs) And and, you know, two was our limit because we didn't want to be outnumbered by them. But our careers were, you know, they were changing at that point. My husband had to work night shift for a couple of years and that totally just messed him up. He gained weight. If you know anything about sleep, if you haven't slept before for long periods of time, it's unhealthy for you physically and mentally. And I was stressed out. I was working a great job. I was now happy and fulfilled in my career, but I'm also running around trying to take care of two little boys. And it was pretty busy. So I was defined by being a mom and my career at this point. And we were just running ourselves into the ground. We weren't healthy. You know, I dealt with things with either shopping again or going back to sugar and alcohol. And that's just how we dealt with things. Sugar, alcohol, shopping. Not a great combination. And 2015 rolled around and we were just tired. We were tired of being tired feeling unhealthy, feeling just that we weren't ever going to get a break. And we knew we needed to make a change. We thought we were healthy, but really we weren't. My husband used to be really active, like I said, but after his night shift span of a couple years, it hurt to work out. It did not feel good to him anymore. And it was just so frustrating. And that's when something called Whole30 came into our lives. So I'm sure you have heard of Whole30 at this point. And if you've been following me on social media, you know it is something I'm very passionate about. Pretty much what Whole30 is, it's a 30-day elimination protocol. So you eliminate from your diet for 30 days, grains, dairy, legumes, which is beans, alcohol, sugar, processed foods in general. You get rid of the scale for 30 days as well. And then after 30 days, you systematically reintroduce those things back into your diet. So for example, you would have beans, wait a couple days, see the reaction to your body. So maybe it's bloating or breaking out. Then you would reintroduce dairy and see how that happens. And then from there, you decide what foods are worth it to you or not and live in your own freedom, food freedom that is. Sounds pretty hardcore, huh? Because <laughs> that's what we thought. We were like, oh man, this is pretty hardcore. But we went in it together as a team, cooking and meal prepping together and staying off that scale for 30 days. And after 30 days, we felt amazing. We felt like we had found ourselves again. It totally changed our lives. And there was a ripple effect with that. Once we changed what we put on our plate and started fueling our bodies, with food instead of punishing our bodies with food, I started to want that to feel that way in other ways. I started going to fitness classes. I started working out on my own. I wanted to move my body and feel healthier. I loved it so much. I became a fitness and indoor cycling instructor. I loved it so much. I wanted to help others feel amazing. And then I started diving in deep into personal development, reading books, listening to podcasts, listening to books because I drive a lot for my job where I was just filling my mind with positivity and 
I just wanted to feel healthy in all ways of my life. And that's where it led me to become a Whole30 certified coach. People were seeing the light in us that we were feeling and shining towards others through our experience with Whole30. And they were asking for our help. They were asking us, how did you do this? How did you change your life? And we're like, we just changed what we put on our plate. We changed our mindset around food. And you know, the thing about Whole30 and food freedom, it's a journey. You know, there's always things that are going to change, different things that come and go in your life, different seasons. And Whole30 was there for us as an anchor to help us reevaluate, go back to what we know helps us feel amazing, not just look good, but feel amazing and be able to use that as an anchor in our lives to help us feel good in so many other areas of your life. So that led me to really, really thinking about why I need to put myself first. I wasn't being the best mom or the best wife possible because I was running from an empty tank for so long. Do you feel that way too? You're just running from an empty tank. You're just running, running, running. But I needed to make myself a priority. I needed to, like I say so many times, put my oxygen mask on first. That way I could be able to help the other loved ones in my life. And I thought to myself, surely there had to be other women who needed to feel like this, to feel that fuel and fire for life that I now feel. So through my Whole30 coaching program, I have my coaching philosophy. I help my clients eat, move, and love themselves. And I use that as a base for them to build their own version of self-care because my own version of self-care looks totally different from anyone else's. I've built those courses out through my Whole30 courses, which I'll add a link in the show notes where you can access those. I have a group coming up in September or I do private coaching or you can do my anytime course at any time. Think about it. Back in 2004, when I was just focused on my career, growing my career, not really having any hobbies, remember when my husband you know, said to me, you don't really have any hobbies. Well, guess what? I do now because I learned how to become self-aware, how to put myself first and fill my cup up in order to be able to fill others' cups as well. So why the self-care isn't selfish podcast? Why did I decide to create this? Because I hear from so many other women, they don't know how to put themselves first. And if they do, they feel guilty about it. Why should you feel guilty about taking care of you? And I get it. Mom guilt is real. Or even just wife guilt or just guilt in general for, you know, taking the time to take care of yourself. And sometimes that means a lot of rearranging of schedules or asking for help. But we're going to talk about a lot of different strategies through this self-care journey together on this podcast of ways that you can find your own version of self-care and not feel guilty about it because self-care isn't selfish. I'll say it again. Self-care isn't selfish. So each episode, I'll have my three main takeaways for you at the end of every episode. So you will be able to take action today on your self-care plan. So today, your first action plan for me, the three biggest takeaways is my coaching philosophy that I mentioned earlier, my eat, move, love philosophy. So let me share with you what that means. I eat to fuel my body. 
I do not eat to punish my body. I do not eat to deal with emotions. I do not feel food is good or bad. It is there just to fuel my body. So if today fueling my body means having healthy fats, lots of greens and veggies and having some fruit, that's amazing. If part of my day means having a chocolate chip cookie because that sounds worth it to me today, then that's what I'm going to do. I am eating to fuel my body. The second is to move. Movement is part of my self-care because when I move, it helps get my brain woke up for the day. It helps me feel physically strong and mentally strong as well. And it just helps me have that workout high and take it with me throughout all of my day. And lastly, love yourself. Love yourself through personal development. You can read a book. You can listen to a podcast like this one. Or you can connect with someone in your community. Finding a community of like-minded women will fill your cup as well. You have to have these three strategies in mind when building a self-care routine. That's what I do as far as my base. Eat, move, love. And I hope you take these strategies with you today. So until next time, I hope you loved this first episode. Just getting to know me a little bit better. I'm looking forward to getting to know you, my listener, a little bit better. I would love your feedback on the show. So take a screenshot of you listening to it today. Share it on your Instagram stories and give me a tag. It's at emilynichols22 and at Self-Care Isn't Selfish Podcast. And don't forget to leave me a review in iTunes. It helps make it easier for others to find this podcast. So. Until next time, I can't wait to get to know you a little bit better, share more strategies from my upcoming guests and quick tips for me, and just remember, self-care isn't selfish. Bye, friends.